Ladies and gentlemen, what is happening? It is your boy David and I am back with another episode of the Top Bunk Sports Podcast. And we got a lot to get to today, but before I get into the first topic, you know, I get straight into things. But before I get into it, I just want to send my condolences to the family of rap star um, Takeoff from the, from the Migos. Uh, he was recently gunned down and killed. At a bowling alley in Houston, Texas. Uh, He was killed by a stray bullet. So the bullet wasn't even meant for him. Um, It was a fiasco in regarding to his homie. uh, The other member of of Migos, uh, Quavo. And, you know, they got into a scuffle or whatever. From what the evidence or videos have shown. And, you know, there were, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, from what I remember, I think it's 10 shots. I don't, you know, don't recall me on that. I don't want to report the wrong information. Uh, but it was 10 shots, if, like I said, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, one of the bullets caught takeoff and I think got him in the neck and got him in the head or got him in the torso, something like that. Um, I know his manager confirmed that it was a stray bullet. So that's how everybody knows it's a stray bullet. But it's sad, man. Um, really, I really messed with Migos a lot. Love their music. Um, and, you know, takeoff seemed like he was about his business, you know, out of out of the frame, out of the picture. You know, when Quavo and Offset were in the pictures when it's regarding, you know, relationships and stuff like that. To takeoff, you kinda noticed that he wasn't in the realm. He was only around when the boys were around. You kinda saw him like that. You kinda you know, it looked like he was about his business and everything else. Um but it's just sad, man. Another rapper done uh, a gone, excuse me. Another rapper gone due to, you know, senseless gun violence. Um, you know, at the end of the day, these rappers that are dying because of gun violence have families, they have kids, you know, a mother lost it. A mother lost her son, you know, a brother lost his brother, a sister lost her brother, like, you know, kids lost their dad. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, man. And, you know, these, these rappers are dropping like flies, man. I, I could honestly understand why it's being called a conspiracy because they're just dropping and it's not fun. You know, it's. You wake up. I woke up to the news that uh, takeoff was shot and killed, and you know it's unfortunate. Like I said, I I saw it on Complex. You know it's it's just sad, man. Now, you know I'm looking at the interviews that he did with uh, Drink Champs, and uh, I think that was his last interview before he passed. You know, and he, you know Nori as he always does with his guests, he's always giving them their flowers, and you know it was cool that Nori did that because you know. Obviously, nobody expected, uh, you know, the situation that happened, you know, so it's cool that Nori did that. Um, it's just sad, man. So my condolences to Quavo, to the management of of, of the Migos, to Migos' you know, family, you know, we just got to keep lifting each other up. We can't be dying because of the stupidity of, of senseless gun violence. You know, everybody got to wake up. Everybody got to, you know, stop throwing their life away. For for something stupid, you know, it was supposedly it was he was killed over a, a game of dice, you know, and he, the bullet wasn't even meant for him, from what I'm understanding. So it's just, man, we we got we got to be better, man. We got to do better. Uh, but with that being said, you know, talk about being better. I want to get into what's been talked about in the basketball realm with superstar guard Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets. I don't even know why I'm introducing him, like. Y'all don't know who the fuck he is or what this podcast is. It's fucking sports, you know. Y'all should. I shouldn't even say where he's from. Y'all should know what team he's on. <laughs> um, 
But I want to get into that because he's been under some recent controversy regarding this film that he saw on Amazon Prime. I don't know exactly what the film talks about or what it shows, but I do understand that it's regarding anti-Semitic stuff. I know, you know, when you hear that, you think of Kanye because of what he said on Drink Champs, you know, another reference to Drink Champs, you know, when he was on there, he said something about, you know, Jews and he was getting flagged for it, you know, and it caused a, a lot of a lot of situations for Kanye because a lot of people started backing out on their projects with him. Now, you know, he he doesn't really have his, you know, ongoing projects with certain people like, you know, with Adidas and and other corporations that had, you know, projects with him and were in contract with him before all this stuff came out. So you have that and then you have Kyrie going on on Instagram and posting, you know, the the movie this movie that he saw on Amazon Prime, which after this interview, I'm gonna look it up because I didn't do my due diligence to look it up because of how, you know, just I was focused on 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 just Kyrie's responses and just how he's been under the media realm for so long. I think regard, you know, it started, in my opinion, I think it started with the whole vaccine thing. You know, Kyrie was just Kyrie, the basketball player. But then once the vaccine thing took took its, you know, took its course, people just started focusing more on Kyrie outside of basketball and not his game, which is what he's known for. You know, so I think you have that and you have other stuff that come after that with the whole vaccine thing and, and you know, he's just been under the media scope for 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 mostly negative reasons, you know, that concern stuff that's like I said, outside of basketball. I'll get into my issue about the only, I don't have any issue. Let me just start by saying I don't have any issues with what Kyrie was saying about this. You know, if there's something that you believe in, if there's something that that you know you do your research on and you read books and you you know you take your time to understand what the beliefs, whether it's religion based, whether it's something that that you stand by, no matter what it is, if you do your uh, certain information to edu- educate other people that don't agree with what your stance is on. You know, I don't have a problem with that. You know, we're a free country. We are able to speak our minds freely as long as we know that we can back it up and really show the the prior information that we need to show to back that statement or what we believe in. Right. So I don't really disagree with Kyrie as far as, you know, why he posted that on IG on yeah on ig or you know what he believes in everybody believes in something different there are people that believe in god there are people that don't believe in god you know what i mean we we're not gonna judge other people for that um i think just media just wants to keep bashing that in media just wants to keep just want they i think they focus more on the negative stuff instead of the positive stuff and of course me being new to this media game i don't want to do that unless you know it's to the point where you know i gotta ask the guy like all right so you know do you have any comments on what's going on or whatever because you know they deal you know superstars as far as in the nba nfl nba mixed martial arts mob they deal with a lot they deal with a lot and it's not really fair uh but i do understand that you know this is this is the price you pay when when you do stuff like this excuse me it is a price you pay when you're in this game and part of your contract has, you know, is to do media, 
you know, you sign the contract. I'm sure that, you know, it's always when you have an agent, when you're a superstar like KD, Kyrie or LeBron um, or Steph Curry, you 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 have these agents that sit with you and look over these contracts and, you know, you read the contract, you know, so part of that is doing media. So I'm a, the, the, I have an issue with Kyrie when it comes to that. I'm going to elaborate on that, but I want to play the clip of what made him get angry at a reporter regarding in regarding the whole thing that he posted because there's a only there's there's the only thing that i disagree on Kyrie when it comes to that is what he got upset about to the reporter after after what the reporter asked him so i'm gonna play you guys the audio and then um i'm gonna give you my take on on that all right here it goes and it's a title given to christ philippians 2 11 and my name translates in the hebrew language as yahweh so I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh. That came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. In terms of the backlash or what people call it, uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me, I grew up in a melting pot, and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, and you can see the way I live my life now. I'm not here to be divisive, so they could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community. And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people in my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them. Hopefully I'm understanding what you said, and I, I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to miss quite expect. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball and then we bring up religion as if it's correlative at times when it's convenient for people to bring it up so please just be direct with your question right. so we can move on from this and i could talk about the game and go home to my son elohim and my wife marlene okay am i to take it that this was the what you shared was not something that you've even watched this was you did okay you did watch it or either watch it or read it. i had a lot of time last year to read a lot read a whole bunch good and bad about the truth of our world so then do you, I guess, understand or not understand those that might imply that that work had anti-Semitic leanings in it? Right. I only ask this because the tweet is still up there. So I We're presume. in 2022. It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I'm no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of... <laughs> The adultery of oh, you, you cannot post that. Why not? 
Why not? Everybody posts everything else. You saw the word nigger going up on Twitter, right? I don't hear an uproar of that. I'm not here to be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive, and it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and saying that I hate one specific group of people? So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, I, I just, without talking to me, and then I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. So I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? You put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the People title? are going to say that you are yeah, promoting. Yeah, put it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I. Okay. I, it's not you put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic. Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm not. I'm not doing I'm that. You're free to post I can what, post whatever I want. So say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's Nothing. not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making up, bro. Move on. But by posting, move on. Next question. Anybody you guys have any more questions? And they're going to say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie, basketball related. So yeah, <laughs> that right there was his response to what the reporter was asking. The reporter basically was asking, you know. Do you believe in anti-Semitic, you know, beliefs? And, you know, Kyrie was basically, he didn't even answer that question. He basically was just like, you know, stop calling it a promotion. Now, do I agree with Kyrie as far as, you know, posting certain things? At the end of the day, you know, you're, you're in a business and you have to watch out what you post. You know what I mean? There are certain things that people can get offended by. You know, so you just have to be careful because you are going to get criticized for it. And Kyrie understands that. Um, with that being said, if there's something that you believe in and you have the power to to really stand forward and really puff your chest out and really show uh, the sense or the coming truth of that belief, then go right ahead. You know, there are a lot of people out here that probably believe in a lot of things that they've feel nervous or scared to talk about because other people who probably don't believe it might come at them and you know shit might go down or shit might change so i do agree or or do commend Kyrie for you know posting what he posted because he's standing on his belief now my disagree my disagreement was at the end of the day i'm not like i'm not tagging on to the whole anti-semitic thing behind it you know what i'm saying there I do think that there is a different side of it as far as, again, the next interview, I think the interview he did today, I'm going to play that after he kind of breaks it down on what 
on what he was doing when he posted that. And it had nothing to do with the anti-Semitic part of it. He wasn't condoning that. My assumption is. But what my disagreement on on the whole, on this part, was when he was trying to tell the reporter, oh, don't call it a promotion. I disagree with that because, you know, there is a message behind that documentary. There is a message that you believe in when it comes to the documentary. I mean, there are certain beliefs in the documentary that you believe in. That's why you posted it. And that's, that's you know, you that's why you watched it. And that's why you posted it. So with those beliefs, and I'm not, you know, I don't know what those exact beliefs are, uh, you know, off the top of my head. But there there's a, in, in my assumption and what I'm trying to piece together based on, what the documentary you know is about and again i didn't go i didn't look at the exact documentary but i'm going based off what Kyrie. uh i didn't even see his instagram post i'm just going based off what he's been saying in regards to these questions that they're asking him regarding the post there there is a message that is being thrown out there so he's basically trying to promote that message because of his past and what he's learned as he's grown up and he kind of says that in the second interview, which, again, I will play um, for you guys to hear it and then give my analysis on it. There's a message on it that 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 Kyrie is pertaining to or that he believes in. And that's why he kind of posted it, because, you know, he everybody understands that he when he when there's something that he believes in or there's something that he fights in, he he, he fights all the way for that. You know, so. He's trying he's trying to to show that, hey, look, there's a message out here about the truth of this world that I'm trying to show the end of the day. Listen, if that's like I said, I'm going to repeat it again. If that's what you believe in, that's what you believe in. I just don't understand why he's trying to disagree with the reporter about it being a promotion. You're you're promoting that message. It is still a promotion. You are promoting the movie from Amazon Prime because you're one of the people that watch that movie and you have a big platform. So a famous person like you with that big platform is putting it out there and is promoting that. The same thing that he said about people posting the N-word. It's still it's still a promotion, regardless if you're not gaining out of anything out of it. And I'm going to say and I'm going to tell you why, because you're promote you're promoting that word. For other people to tag on to it, and there might be people that tag on to it that might think it's funny to say it. There's people that probably saw that, you know, see it and probably go around and trying to be racist. And again, he said it before that him posting that movie or that documentary, I'm sorry, it's more of a documentary. It has nothing to do with race. He's he, he has said that before. He said that he believes in all in, in, in all, you know, race life or whatever you know he believes in all that excuse me so you know it's just the fact that you're trying to disagree with it and you're trying to tell the reporter can you please stop calling it a promotion it, you're, you're promoting it whether you want to look at it a, a different way or not you're promoting it and that's the only dis that's the only disagreeing factor that i have when it comes to this you know besides the anti-semitic thing i don't agree with that either but again he himself was trying to eliminate that too he's like you know there's no anti-semitic uh thing that i'm latching on to it's just the certain belief that that i follow that i wanted to show you guys basically i was trying to promote 
<laughs> so there was to me i didn't see the necessity to argue with that reporter the reporter asked a valid question i think he was just frustrated because it's like yo we just lost a game um and or we won i don't know i forgot what game they played i don't know if they won or lost but we just played a game and y'all want to ask me about this uh this post when we could when you know we literally could keep talking about basketball um and, and as you heard in the, at the end of the video the the next reporter that was going to ask him a question was like on some basketball related things and it's like you know yeah it's every, every every question that was asked to him was not about the game it was about the post and yeah like i said there's certain things you got to be careful with when you post certain things on social media because you just you know it's going to get dragged on if it's something controversial and it is you know and i i go back to what i said about about my issue with Kyrie since the whole things uh you know the whole vaccine thing happened i'm 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 i was 50-50 on that because of the fact that i was one of the people that took the vaccine but i took it for my own selfish stupid reason I'm not going to say why but i took it for a a stupid a, a selfish reason not selfish it's more stupid <laughs> but i took it and you know my predicament wasn't as as his it wasn't the same as his predicament his predicament was he didn't want to take it cuz he didn't want to put something that you know in his body that there wasn't enough facts about but meanwhile you have another teammate another all-star superstar Kevin Durant that probably I'm assuming he took it cuz he was playing so he took it um and everybody else took it, so then it's like, yo, you basically just left KD with every, you know, with everything. You know what I mean? KD sort of has no help. So it's like, you know, you're here, you don't want to take a shot. Meanwhile, your so-called best friend or whatever, um, your other superstar teammate is, you know, getting used to everything, and he's kind of uh, getting used to this new team. He got everything to take care of, and you're not there. At the same time, it's also the fact that, you know, I do understand not wanting to put a, a vaccine, a, you know, a vaccine in when it's freshly brand new. You don't know what it does to your body and the outcome. And I, I kind of understood I kind of understood that. But I didn't think things were going to change because of the fact that I thought things were in different like things were going to stay like this for a while because we just didn't know how this covid thing was going to turn out. Um, I feel fine. But, you know, I, 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 I do think that I do think that uh, there, there's just there's just certain things with with that. And I I go back. I go back to this. Right. And sorry for kind of like stopping. Um, but I go back to this. Give me a second. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. I don't know why that happened. Um, I, I go. I, I go back to the situation when we go to the Black Lives Matter movement, um, and this is where my issue kind of stemmed with Kyrie, and it was just about that. But Kyrie had an issue in regards to not wanting to do media because he was focusing on the justice, social justice system, as far as you know, trying to help out the black community. You know, in regards to standing up for their rights, you know, when the whole George Floyd thing happened. My thing was, yeah, I I commend you 100 percent. 
for taking your stance or whatever and, and, and fighting your rights because, you know, the support needed to be there for the black community. I, I, I was standing with Black Lives Matter. You know, the whole thing with George Floyd, Floyd was un- unfortunate. It should have never happened. Um, but to say that you're not going to do media because of that and then you get upset or people got upset because you got fined 50, I think it was $50,000. I see why they did that. At the end of the day, the NBA is a corporation that still has to conduct business. Um, and that's your job. You know what I'm saying? Unless you would have told Adam Silver that you weren't going to do media and you weren't going to really like, you know, involve your, in, in, involve yourself with basketball activities or whatever. That's different. But, They're finding him for a reason because of the fact that, you know, you're just coming out saying you're not going to do media. And then when they're asking you to do it, you're not doing it. So it's like, why are you being shocked? You have a contract and you're supposed to live up to that contract. You signed the contract that says you're supposed to do media on a certain on a certain given time. So if you don't do it, you're getting fined for that. it's, It's like a regular job. If you're if if you go to your regular job and you don't do something that they ask you to do, you don't do part of your job. They're going to give you a warning. And then if you don't do it again, they're going to fire you with basketball. It's different. They're going to find you because they're not going to release you. You know what I'm saying? But you're still under contract. So you got to do what's part of that contract. If you don't, they're going to find you. They're just going to keep taking your money and start until you start doing it. So, you know, people were kind of I had people disagreeing with me and it was just like, you know, you you. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand because you guys don't have all this money in front of you or all this money on you and you don't have a contract to live up to. You're you're, you're free right now. But once you're in his position, you're going to understand why why it had to be done. You know what I'm saying? So that was my only thing with Kyrie. Um, But as far as that, I, I think a lot of people are throwing this into into a whole different proportion. I I, I think it's. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's taken way out of context. Um, but he did respond. Um, and if I could get this, if I could get this going, because uh, they kind of deleted the video from me. I don't know why. But I'm I'm gonna play I'm gonna play that video uh, for you for you guys and kind of uh, see where I could get. Yeah, I'm gonna play that for you, and um, and I'm gonna. Let you guys hear his response as to, you know, the questions that they were asking him in regards to the conversation um, that he was supposed to have or that he did have with Adam Silver because he was he did. You know, there were there were reports that he was supposed to come and have a conversation with uh, Adam. He was supposed to go and have a conversation with uh, Adam Silver. They also him and the NBA issued a statement um, and they're supposed to donate to a certain organization in regards to anti-Semitic or anti, I can't even say the word. Yeah. Anti-Semitic situations. Um, so I'm going to play you that, that interview and then I'm gonna give you guys my opinion on this interview. I think that happened today. Uh, so here you guys go. Hindsight, are you sorry for the hurt that your post caused people? I take my responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. 
like I said in the first time you guys asked me when I was sitting on that stage, I don't believe everything that everybody posts. It's a documentary. So I'll take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word I apologize or in your mind you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did you not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. Tyree, are you surprised that you did hurt people? Uh, surprised that I did hurt people? Are you surprised that reaction and some of the things that you did hurt people? Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. It's just, where were you when I was uh, a kid? Figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America. Where were you guys asking those same questions when I was a kid dealing with learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from and why I'm proud to stand here and why when I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just I'm proud of my heritage and what we've been through. And uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community and uh, I'm here answering questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create and it was something I shared and I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility then that's where I sit. So, you know, these same questions that you guys ask, me dealing with it as being a melanated pigmented person all around the world and dealing with racial biases against my skin color demeaning me because of my religious beliefs and I'm still sitting in the seat standing so uh, I take my full responsibility again I'll repeat it for posting something on my Instagram or Twitter that may have had some unfortunate falsehoods in it but I also am a human being that's 30 years old and I've been growing up in a country that's told me that I wasn't worth anything and I came from a slave class and I come from a people that are meant to be treated the way we get treated every day. So I'm not here to compare anyone's atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. You guys ask me questions about basketball, I give you my expert opinion. You guys ask me about other things, I give you my opinion, and it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day, and you justify it by serving your own purpose, which I honor. I would like the same respect in return, figuring out just like anyone else. So please keep that same energy when we're talking about anti-other things, because just because I post a documentary doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic. And it doesn't mean that I'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. So it's unfortunate timing that we're in, but I'm glad that I could stand on the truth because I'm not afraid of these mics, these cameras. I used to be looking everyone in the eye and telling them the truth. And I'm proud of who I am. Any label that you put on me, I'm able to dismiss because I study. I know the Oxford Dictionary. You look it up, right? It's one of the biggest mistakes I had in 
being a kid was not knowing European or Western language. Until I started looking it up and understanding the definitions and why they say, if you want to trick a black person, put it in the book. I was wondering my whole life why they said that. Now I'm 30 years old and I know reading is a superpower because it helps me understand where I'm going and where I come from. Like a tree with roots. Kyrie, the, the documentary listed among falsehoods. It said the Holocaust didn't happen. Do you Again, believe the those falsehoods happened? are unfortunate. And it's not that I don't believe in the Holocaust. I never said that. I never, ever have said it. It's not come out of my mouth. I never tweeted it. I never liked anything like it. So the Holocaust in itself is an event that means something to a, a large group of people that suffered something that could have been avoided. No one said we had to practice racism. No one said we had to treat each other like garbage. No one said that I had to stand here today and understand that many people that come from generations 60 years ago, 40 years ago, enslaved some of my ancestors still spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and it's still going on. And you guys are asking me, respectfully, to speak on something that was a documentary that I had nothing to do with. I didn't make it. So just please keep that same energy when you guys are addressing me. Kyrie, for the record, do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again. But this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear though is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Kyrie, did you personally meet with the ADL? I was informed that they wanted to have a meeting and we handled it. So, <coughs> excuse me. As you can see, he kind of expanded on what, you know, the, on why he posted the, the, the documentary on his platform. And again, I, I can't disagree with the kid because at the end of the day, it, it, it could listen. It's an anti-Semitic film, but there are parts in the film that connect to what he believes in when it comes to his belief in life, his belief in in you know in in the world today that we live in. So I, I believe in you standing up for yourself. Um, now there are people that are gonna be like, okay, so if there was a film that you know, only directed or only talked about killing black people. Um, and that's what they believe in. Do you think he's right for what he believes in? No, I don't think he's right. I don't, I don't, I don't think that would be a smart thing to do knowing the generation that we are in. But at the same time, you know, he's that per whoever does something like that, you know, if, if it gets to a near death situation, they're, they're going to, there are a lot of people that, will stand up for their own, you know, situation and they will die for what they believe in. Now, I'm not saying Kyrie's going to die for what he believes in. I don't believe so. But, you know, he has came out and said before what he believes in. And yes, I, you know, if, if there's part of the way it could have been made better was he could have said what he believed in without posting that film. 
or the documentary because you know probably in my assumption that documentary overtakes the whole his whole belief and only talks about anti-semitic you know situations so that that's my that's my thing as far as that whole situation um but again it, it's to me it's like you know he i understand the nature of the whole you know on on the whole thing of why he's getting hate you know talked about or getting negativity about it because yes it it, it is it is a a documentary that nobody really wants it's it's not a positive documentary but at the same time there he probably posted it cuz there are certain beliefs that that he believes in when it comes to life and religion that they point out um and that's that's just me looking at it in a positive light the negative light is just the fact that it's an anti-semitic film and he posted it so he's standing by the negativity and the wrong parts of it um and you know th- like i said there, there there are people that are gonna that are gonna take it how they want to take it um so he's he's gonna have to deal with it my, my my thing about it is that he knew what that was gonna do there's no way you could post something like that knowing what just happened with kanye and what he said that was anti-semitic and then you post that and people are not gonna pick that up and that's not gonna be a whole thing so you know he he knew what he was doing but enough with that now i I don't know if this is depressing or if this is just a one-time thing the 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 name of the the name of this episode that i'm gonna call it is called uh brand new ball game now which each topic that i talk about today it's a brand new ball game as far as you know the turns arounds that happens i mean you know with Kyrie, it's a brand new ball game because now you know you're moving on ahead after the whole, you know, now with this meeting, uh, it said on the on the bottom of the headline in the video that Kyrie is going to meet with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, as I guess to discuss, you know, what they're going to do to make the situation better or whatever. I don't know exactly, um, but it's a brand new ball game for Kyrie, um, as to as far as what do you do from here besides you know keep playing basketball how can you make the a positive light about this um how can he help eliminate that whole controversy to just help the nets get better and and you know improve to a winning record especially now that they fired steve nash we came out of nowhere i didn't see that coming but now they're in talks of hiring uh i guess former celtics head coach ime udoka who is serving a suspension uh for his unlike conduct if you want to call it uh with a Celtics female worker um and fucking cheating on Nia Long who cheats on Nia Long dude you're a fucking idiot but anyways i guess you know they looked into Ime Udoka you know seeing the success he had last year with the Celtics taking him to the NBA finals and you know waving off that i, I you know that i guess that's what they 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 put together it's not official yet but it's looking like they he is going to be and they are going to hire him as the next Brooklyn Nets coach um but it's a brand new ball game for the Nets as far as that with the new head coaching and how they can, how they can turn their season around um with their 2 and 5 record i believe it is and you know with Kyrie trying to you know eliminate as much controversy as he can with this whole anti-semitic film and you know, just stick to basketball and helping the Nets win more. Um, it's a brand new ball game uh, for the Knicks. 
<laughs> oh boy. It's a brand new ball game for the Knicks because they just took a slap in the face loss to the fucking Atlanta Hawks. And man, when I say slap in the face, it was a slap in the face. It was a slap in the face to the organization. It was a slap in the face to the Knicks fans. Because of the fact that you were up 23 points in the f- at the end of the first quarter. By the second quarter, uh, the Jonte Murray was just putting on a show. He ended up finishing the game with 36 points and 6 steals. But the way the defense just crumbled. I mean, if you watch the entire... <clears throat> excuse me. If you watch the entire first quarter, you could just tell how tough our defense was. Our defense was locked on. Guys were switching on guys were switching on guys when picks were made by the Hawks offense. Everything was flowing great. Then the second quarter comes, you kind of see it slow down. And the funny thing is that it didn't really start to slow down until not I'm not saying this to hate, but Julius Randle came in and the whole offense just went low. Now, a lot of Knicks fans don't like him. A lot of Knicks fans are giving him shit. A lot of Knicks fans want him traded. Uh <clears throat> a lot of Nick fans think that he is not, he shouldn't be the main guy. I mean, Leon Rose, they give him the money. The only thing that I've said, like I was on a, on an Instagram live uh, yesterday, and he runs a Knicks account, and the first thing that I asked him was, why is Julius Randle, you know, I I understand the situation with Randle, and I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. I was, I I did buy his jersey, and while everybody was giving him shit, I was. His, you know, uh, advocate of his. I was, you know, on his side while everybody else wasn't. Um, but now you kind of like the first three, I would say the first three games, you kind of saw that uh, he was kind of switching around, you know, with the fans. He was kind of getting on the good side of the fans. But then now it's like, you know, you're putting up numbers that aren't superstar numbers. And it is hard. You know, I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I know how it feels to be on the court every day, whether it's, you know, college level and, and make it seem like it's 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 easy. It's not easy. I understand that. But, you know, you're professional in this game. Um, They did give you the bag, which I disagreed. I think they should have just waited out one more season because, again, Julius Randle really hasn't had a season like that. You know, then he comes to the Knicks. He has a terrible first year with the Knicks then his second year he goes off gets us to the playoffs I would have said okay let me just see what he does the next season if he puts the same numbers that he does the next season and gets us back into the playoffs again I will give him the bag and he truly deserves it. I think the Knicks just just right away because that was their superstar that was the guy that they you know finally we got a superstar finally you know we don't have to Stick with the controversy and 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 the conversations of all oh, the Knicks missed out on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Let's, let, I've 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 spoke about that before. The Kyrie Irving and KD were never going to come to New York, to the New York Knicks. It just wasn't going to happen. It, I wanted it to happen, and yes, this organization would be a playoff team right now if Kevin Durant and Kyrie came would have came to the Knicks. Kind of iffy about that because you know we'd be dealing with the stupidity of Kyrie and his issues, but. You know, I'm glad that's the that part we don't have to deal with. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, I think they, they looked at it as, oh, look what Randall did. If you're if, if, if you're looking at that, if you're looking at that based on that, 
because of the whole most improved player and what he did during the season, I think what would have made me hesitant on giving him that extension and really not giving him and really stop on that and waited to the next season was what he did in the playoffs. He didn't do shit in the playoffs. He could not buy a basket for the in the playoffs. It just the, the, the Hawks knew what they had to do. The Hawks knew what they had to do. So, you know, they were double teaming him. They were making him go right the whole time because the, the man can't go right. He can only go left. They knew exactly what to do. So they played him well. And as you saw, he didn't do shit and we couldn't we couldn't beat the Hawks, you know. So I would I, I would have taken a look at that. And I would be like, you know what? Let me see what you do next season. If you put the, do the same thing in the next, you know, in the next season and we get to the playoffs just based on that, I would have given it to him. And you know what? If it would have turned out in the playoffs that he would have done the same thing. Hey, what can we do? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure if he would have put the same numbers he did in twenty in the 2021 season, they would have, and we didn't give him the extension, they would have, we would have been fucking, oh, we would have had, we would have never heard the end of it. So <clears throat> I think it was too early to give him that extension. Um, and, you know, they gave him the bag. So, you know, he's not putting up, you know, star numbers like that. So and he kind and as as yesterday, you know, and I'm again, I'm not saying this to hate because I don't hate Randall. I think he's a good guy. Um, but once the bench was taken out and they put Randall back in, once they they subbed Randall in for Obi, you could the whole offense just went down. The whole flow, he just it, it just took out the whole flow. And it's not just him; it's fucking Evan Fournier too. Evan Fournier, Evan Fournier needs to go. He needs to go. I don't understand where you guys thought because of his success that he had with the Celtics and how he went off a little bit. Where you thought that signing Evan Fournier was going to be a, a a valid signing? Yes, the guy could shoot threes, but he's not a consistent shooter. He is not. He's not a consistent shooter. He can't knock it down all the time. And the guy just can't dribble the ball. The guy just has... He, I mean, yes, he's a spot-up shooter. I get it. But at the end of the day, he's not that good. Okay, he is not that good. And he is not going to be the guy to get us to the fucking playoffs. He's not. He's just not. He needs to go. If the Knicks... The the, the, the only positive thing when it comes to Julius Randle and the Knicks... Like, if, if Evan Fournier could be released, I'll be so happy. The only possible positive outcome... Besides him turning this around and getting back to the player he 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 used to be three years ago, is if he actually plays good, whether we make the playoffs or not, and he gets his trade value up and we trade him. That is the only thing I think Knicks fans are looking forward to because, you know, we're three and four now, and the teams that that we're supposed to be sending a message to, like teams like the Bucks, teams like Cleveland, teams like. Like the Hawks, we play the 76ers on fr- on on Friday, and then we play the Celtics at home on Saturday. These are teams in our conference. This this right here was God telling us, "All right, here we go. This, this is this is gonna show me what what you guys are gonna be made of at the end of the season. This is your test right here." And so far, with so far, we are zero and three. And I'm afraid that if we don't do the shit that we need to do against 76ers and against 
the the Boston Celtics, we're going to be 0 and 5. We're going to be 0 and 5 and we're going to be 3 and 6 and either it's going to turn around or it's not. So I I just think, you know, with the outrageous outrageous thing that's going on with you know, with with the off I mean, listen, a lot of people I can't even put it into words cuz of how upset I am and I'm not yelling cuz I'm not going to waste my fucking breath. But my 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 thing is this, my if 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 you a a lot of it goes into coach Tibbs. I I could see that cuz you know, just the way that they put just just the way he runs his offense. I I can understand it. I, I think Jalen Brunson, I, I'm not like I said, I didn't hate on it. Um because we needed a solid point we needed a point guard and he brings that. Could we have signed Donovan Mitchell? Yes. I've said it multiple times. I would have given up, you know, some key guys. It would have hurt me, but I would have given up because Donovan Mitchell is that guy. Uh you know, it's it's Cam Reddish is turning out pretty well. Um, Quentin Grimes is, is, is back, I guess. I mean, I think he only played like what, five minutes. Um, Obi Toppin is looking like that guy. RJ Barrett is looking like that guy. Isaiah Harnstein is surprising everybody. And I love the kid. Kid plays with mad heart, mad hustle. He's a good defender. The kid could ball like, you know, him having him and Mitch there. It's, that's a good combination. That's a good combination. You just, you just, I'd, I'd fucking have Randall come off the bench, man. If, if I was Coach Tibbs and everybody, you know, anybody that listens to this that that thinks I'm crazy, you'll understand why if you rewatch that game last night. If he doesn't turn it around and he continues to play how like he did last night, if I was Coach Tibbs, Coach Tibbs, I'd be like, Yo, Randall, I'm gonna have to take you. I'm gonna have to put you on the bench, bro. You're gonna have to come off the bench. Obi's gonna have to start because Obi could shoot. Obi spaces the floor. Obi looks. You know, Obi Obi's not a he's 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 not a selfish player. He's un you know he he oh my god I can't even talk man. That's how frustrating it is. Obi does a lot. Obi does a lot, and I don't know man. It there, there's an article that I wanted to to there's an article that I wanted to 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 kind of uh read that it was on Coach Tibbs. And I don't know why I can't find it, but the article was kind of talking about Coach Tibbs and uh, why the Knicks need to fire him. And I want to read it to you guys because uh, I I don't know. I may have. I, I just want to give my opinion on it. Okay, it's right here. So the article, uh, I, it was written. It's to it's was from Dan Fable. I don't know if he put that on Twitter or something like that, but the article's title was It's Time for the New York Knicks to Fire Tom Thibodeau. Now, this is what he says. There is no need to mince words following the New York Knicks. New York Knicks, no good, very bad. Sorry excuse for a basketball game loss to the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday night. It's time to fire Tom Thibodeau. This is not pre- uh, presented lightly. Jokes are jokes, and who doesn't love a sneaky-ass meme? But I genuinely don't like complaining for people uh, campaigning for people to lose their jobs, not even not even when those people are earning millions of dollars, and even or not even when it's uh when it is the nature of the business. <clears throat> like this is likewise not an attempt to be edgy, um, indecisory after just seven games 
or to evoke nicks for clicks outrage in the comments frankly this shouldn't be considered an edgy or indecisive or even uh fina test bit uh fina test bit controversial or faint faint test bit controversial take sorry about that it is instead a complete a completely logical level-headed response to what we've watched both this season and last season and not only is it logical but right now unless something dramatically changes it it's necessary failing to the hawks on wednesday isn't everything but it is the least evidence amid a mind-melting amount of proof that the status quo isn't working Nick led Nick New York led by as many as 23 and ended up losing by 13. This was a collapse of epic proportion proportions. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. That was a collapse for the ages as a Nick fan and. Again, the fact that we have to go into Philly, play the 76ers who, you know, have a good team. James Harden's not going to be there. And yes, we can beat them, but they're still a good team with Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey, who's most likely going to take um, that shooting guard spot for James Harden. Uh, and then we got to play the Boston Celtics, who gave the the Cavs, who beat us, who gave the Cavs, because we could have beaten the Cavs. The Cavs came back in that fourth quarter. Donovan Mitchell just put a fucking show, I think, with 38 points or something like that. Um, and they came back and beat us. But with the Cavs giving, I mean, with the Celtics giving the Cavs a, a great game and really just, you know, doing what they had to do to win, I could just imagine what the Celtics would do to us if our defense doesn't get better and our, and our offense doesn't cramp up. Um, Julius Randle needs to be fucking better. Julius Randle needs to be fucking better. If it does not turn out the way it needs to turn out, he needs to be traded. And honestly, like before I was defending him, but now I really don't see a reason to defend him. I really don't. Um, you know, his attitude is better. His attitude is better. The, the the crying to the refs needs to stop. The crying to the refs needs to stop. Because there are multiple times where he was crying to the refs when there reason, really wasn't no reason to cry about. <laughs> so I, he's done a lot of that last season. And it's just, you stop crying, bro. Like, just play the game the right way. You know, the fans will embrace you even more if you just, you know, play like you did in 21. When they fucking were behind you because when you know news came out that we were signing you over KD and Kyrie they, they didn't really give a fuck about you they did not care one bit you know then you had that explosive season in in 2020 in in 2021 and you got us to the playoffs and and you know I remember you used to always say after every interview New York we're here you know like I missed that and now we don't really get that you know, we don't get that vibe from you anymore. So, and then, you know, the numbers that you put up, you were four from 12 with like 14 points. You're shooting 40 something percent from field goal range. It's, you know, that you we got to play better, man. We got to play better. And, you know, if RJ was to be in the same predicament, I'll hold them accountable too. If Obi was in the same predicament, I'm holding him accountable too. Jalen Brunson is on the same vibe. I'm holding him accountable too. You got to hold these guys accountable as fans. And that's why sometimes they get booed. You know, it happened to Max Serger with the Mets in game one of the wild card when we were losing 7 nothing. if he was getting raped, giving up four home runs. It's like, 
you know, he got booed because we got to hold these guys accountable. Where as an owner, the owner is giving you this much amount of money because they know what you can do. You know what I'm saying? And yes, it is hard. I'm not, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not going to sit here and act like it is easy because it is not easy. But at the same time, you know, you're a professional. You know what you have to do. And numbers like this, you know, as fans, we want to support and we, we, we want you, we, we want to win a chip as much as the players do. You know, the, the, every player's mindset is to bring a title for a certain organization that you're in. And Julius Randle has said that. Everybody's focus is to win as many games as they can and bring a championship to the city. He wants to bring a championship to New York. So, you know, things things got to be better, man. I hope that they take that loss um, and, you know, use it, you know, think about it and understand that we can't be losing like that. And, you know, when we have opportunities to win, we need to capture on it, you know. But I, I could see the reason why this this article about firing Tibbs is up. And, and running because there are a lot of Knicks fans that are like, yo, maybe Coach Tibbs isn't the answer. You know, maybe we need a, a new coach. And I like Tibbs. I, I, I think he's a smart coach. He knows what he's doing. I think the Knicks won with that as far as hiring him as a coach. He didn't hire no bullshit-ass fucking coach. They hired a good coach that has seen playoff before and knows what to do with a playoff team. It's just, you know, right now... We're in unnecessary times where this loss right here could have been the game that they fired Tibbs. And whether people would have liked it or not, it's like, yo, I could understand it because as as an organization, you want to hold yourself to a higher standard. And that's probably what the Nets are doing. The Nets are like, yo, we're two and five with the talent that we have. No, we we, we need to make some changes. There you go. But, you know, we lost the... uh, DeJounte Murray put on the show with 36 points, six steals, like I said before. And, you know, that 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 Hawks, that Hawks team fed off his energy. And they came back after they took that lead in the third quarter with seven uh seven minutes in. It was when they took the lead, it was 66-65. The Knicks never got the lead back. And, you know, Hawks went on a run. So we gotta do better, man. Hopefully Friday we could, you know, shock everybody <laughs> and beat the 76ers. But let's see, man. Let's also go into more uh, positive things. And I'm going to say positive for my selfish reasons because of the fact that the Astros beat the fucking Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies and um, did it in a very fashionable way, shocking way. And I say that because they no hit the Phillies. Three pitchers no hit the Phillies. Uh, the Astros offense went on a tear. Um, in the fifth inning, in the bottom of the fifth, they scored all their runs in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, you know, it was a pitching duel between Christian Javier and Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola, I believe, gave up seven hits, but no runs. And it got to the point where in the uh, in the top of the fifth, they uh, he had bases loaded with no outs. Rob Thompson took him out and put Jose Alvarado in and uh, Alvarado. If I'm not mistaken, I think either no, he didn't get an out. Sorry, Alvarado. The first pitch he threw to Jordan Alvarez, it hit him. Scored the first run. It was one nothing. I believe right after that, Alex Bregman came in and hit a double to uh, to right field and scored in two, which made it three nothing. I believe I forgot how the other two were scored, but all five runs for the Astros in that game were scored in the top of the fifth. And, you know, 
it only took three pitchers, like I said, to 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 get to get that out. They 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 made a statement. They made a statement. They they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what the message was. Uh, because of the fact that you know you lose one and you the, the Phillies won their very first game. That was a shocker. You know, five nothing, and then the Phillies come back and they take a six to five lead in oh in extra innings. Win game one, the Astros come back, win game two, the series is tied one one, and then you know you just pounce on Lance McCullers like that with you know just home runs. I think it was five home runs. If I'm not mistaken. There was one by Harper, one by Schwarber, one by uh, Marsh, one by uh, Hoskins, one by um, Alec Boom. I, th- I think that was it. Um, it was five. Ho- I believe it was five home runs. Uh, and they just again they 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 pounced on McCullers. You know, it was a very shocking fashion they pounced on him and they were able to take that two to one lead and yeah man now then yeah last night the Astros came back you know it was was obviously a pitching duel until the 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 bottom of the fifth uh I mean the top of the fifth I'm sorry and Astros took advantage of that opportunity with bases loaded and no outs and you know they 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 won that game now it's you know Game Game Five, and we'll see, man. We'll we'll see how this we'll see how this turns out. Uh, the pitches that actually threw that no hitter, the pitches that threw that no hitter, uh, were uh, obviously Christian Javier, uh, Brian Abreu, and what well, was four? I'm sorry, it was Christian Javier, starting pitcher, and it was Brian uh, uh, Brian Abreu. Um, then it was, uh, Rafael Montero. Then it was, uh, the closer, Ryan Presley to close it out and get the final out. And, you know, it was, it's impressive and it's a big way to send that message to, uh, to Philadelphia. Like, Hey, <laughs> y'all had your momentum last night, but y'all didn't have it tonight. We got that momentum back. Now we tied this series. Now it's a brand new ball game. It's a brand new series. So, you know, now, now, game you know it makes game five it makes game five more interesting just based on now you just you just don't know you know what i mean now it could go either way the phillies you know still have the advantage on this one just because of the fact that you're home and you know what you can do at home you have a winning record at home i think if i'm not mistaken i think they were six and or seven and at home before uh game four before they lost game four so they know what they got to do at home. Every advantage that they have is, is on them. Uh, and then, you know, the Astros just have the momentum coming in after game four's win. So it just, it just it's just a battle of who wants it more and who's going to take it out at the end. And I can't wait. For my selfish reasons, I got the Astros winning because fuck the Phillies, fuck their fans. And that's just me and my personal opinion. I don't really like Philadelphia. I don't even, I don't really like Atlanta. And yes, you know, people are like, well, you're just a low-life Met fan who, who's just seen disaster every year. Call it what you want. I'm going to just be honest on how I feel about a certain team. So, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, the Astros do win because 
I think it'll be another nightmare if the Phillies end up pulling it out. They weren't even supposed to make the f- damn playoffs because, you know, of this third wild card spot. So I, I call it luck. Um, but, you know, if they win, they win, you know. But I'm hoping that the Astros do win and, you know, save my misery because I'm, I'm going to just be like, yo, you got to be kidding me. If anything could have got any worse with the Mets, now that damn Phillies won the World Series, hell no. <laughs> I don't need that. But... You know, it is it is what it is. What can what can you do, right? Just get ready for game game five, and hopefully everything goes well. Pitching matchup should be uh, Justin Verlander versus Noah Syndergaard. That's definitely a good matchup. I I would like to see, especially Syndergaard's last outing it wasn't perfect, but it was solid enough to get them through. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Game five should be. Thursday at eight o'clock. Uh, but on to another basketball piece with uh, James Harden is going to miss a month due to a uh, right foot tendon tendon strain. Um, that kind of puts a uh, a damp on the 76er season. Not a damp like it's over completely, but you know that James Harden is always a key piece for anybody. So James Harden not being available is definitely a bad thing right now. He's out for a month. The good thing about it is that, you know, you take Tyrese Maxey off the bench. You put him to fill in for that, like I've said before. And, you know, the kid could ball. The kid is definitely worth it. I like him. I have him in my fantasy. My fantasy sucks, but I have him in my fantasy for a reason. The kid could ball. He's really good. I think he could adapt to that starting to that starting role for good for for that amount of time. And, you know, it could help the 76ers win. Uh, hope it's not on Friday because, you know, my guys are playing against them. But, you know, if he had, if they put Tyron, Tyrese Maxey in there, it definitely could help him a lot offensively and defensively because the kid has a, a pretty good defensive game on his side too. So, you know, that's, that's, that's some, that's some, some unfortunate news for the 76ers. Uh, but I want to move on to another major issue with, uh, the Mets, the New York Mets have came out today and said that they are prioritizing uh, signing Edwin Diaz and Brandon Nimmo um, right now. Now, that is a problem because of the fact that Jacob DeGrom is your star ace and he is more important than Brandon Nimmo and Edwin Diaz. So just the fact alone that Jacob DeGrom said he's opting out of his contract hurt my soul because it's like, all right, now he's going just like Aaron Judge, you know, not being able to reach an extension agreement with the Yankees. And he said he's testing free agency. I'm pretty sure that kind of hurt them a little bit, you know, with their cocky ass, because I know all of them are like, oh, you know, he's not going anywhere. He likes it here. He's going to stay. Fuck out of here. I don't think he's staying. I think he's going to San Francisco. I think he's going home. I think he's going to be comfortable in a hitter's park. You know, nice weather. He don't got to deal with uh, anything. And, you know, the Giants have came on and said, we're putting all the chips on the table to get him. So if they're doing that and they could build around them or sign more guys to get back into the playoffs, go right ahead. Man is going to hit a lot of home runs in in uh, Giants in the Giants stadium. Um, but I think, you know, that... That that's an eye opener because Jacob Degrom, we don't know what type of guy he is like that, and he could, for all I know, could be you know he could be looking at the 
the uh the news and noticing that and, and you know just sitting back like oh so you guys are not gonna take a chance on me you know what i mean you guys are not i'm not the first guy on your mind he doesn't look like the type of guy to do that but i can understand you know him feeling some type of way just for the simple fact that it's like dude you know i'm 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 your so-called best player you know i'm i'm the one guy you need to focus even more because who knows he he may not be interested in signing us with us anymore due to that you know he could sign to atlanta he could sign to a team in the west coast like the padres you just you just never you just never know so you know, it, it's I do on the you know I do want them to re-sign Diaz after the successful season he had last season, and it, it I would call it a comeback season. Um, and how good Brandon Nimmo is offensively and defensively because he just keeps getting better and better and better. I understand signing him, but you just want to I in my opinion I would lay it off. I would just lay it off, um, and just focus on the Grom first because he's more important, especially him saying that he's gonna opt out. So we, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I, I hope that, that if they sign Diaz and Nemo, that, you know, right away they jump into getting relief pitchers and signing Jacob DeGrom because it needs to happen. It really does. It really does need to happen. And, uh, I can't wait. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've said it before. There's no way you're telling me as an owner who is a diehard Met fan and who's put money to show that I want to win, that I'm looking at this playoff, at this World Series, and like, man, that, that should be us. You know what I mean? Now, now I know what I got to do. To Now I know what I have to do, or let me look at my options on what I could do to upgrade this team and to get us to where we need to get to. Uh, it just I just don't see it. You know, Wilpons would Wilpons wouldn't give a shit, and that's why so many people love and praise Steve Cohen, because Uncle Steve can actually you know get is actually doing what an owner is supposed to do and that's putting down the money spending getting the big top right guys to help your team win so you know i i i hope and i do think that he's watching this right now and he's taking notes and he's looking to himself like up oh, i gotta do this this and this and to and i know that we'll get to the, to the playoffs again i know when the division hopefully i know we'll be in the world series so i I just wanted to talk about that and then uh certainly last but uh last but not least uh the giants now (laughs) you know i know before i even say anything i know a lot of people are like well what is there what is there really to say about the giants because they're you know they're still winning uh yeah we're still winning but it's not like we're taking over the whole division. Um, you know, you got a Eagles team that has just went up seven and seven and zero, oh, and then you got the Giants that are pretty much tied with uh, with the Cowboys for second place, both with a six and six and uh, two record. Now, the only thing about this coming up weekend or this coming up Sunday is that I think the Cowboys play. I forgot who they play, but I know the Giants have a bye week. So I, I'm i assuming they're going to be looking at the Cowboys game and seeing how the hell this is going to start or this is how it's going to play out within the Cowboys, um, especially with Dak back. You know, Dak, uh, Dak helps that team a lot. You know, 
they're not giving up on Dak as their as their starting quarterback. Uh, but you know, with the loss to the Seahawks, you know, it, it was a winnable game to begin with. Uh, Daniel Jones didn't have his best game. He didn't play like he did when we played the Jaguars. Uh, but it was definitely the score was low. I think at one point we were down thirteen ten before it got up. I forgot what how how is he. Oh, I just know Geno Smith was on his shit. <laughs> Geno Geno Smith has has surprised a lot of people. Geno Smith has, I think, with him being the replacement for Russell Wilson. Like I said in the last episode, you know, I, nobody saw that coming. Just like nobody saw us being six and two, nobody saw that coming, and that 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 deserves some talk. Uh, that defense really clamped us up. Our defense was nowhere to be found. Um, and with that, you know, with that being said, they they scored twice in the second quarter. They scored another touchdown in 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 the third quarter. And you know, just because of that, that 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 sucks. You know, so. Excuse me. Just because of that, that sucks. You just don't know what to really do. You know what I'm saying? Not, and it's not a crazy, crazy win. I mean, crazy loss. But you don't want that to be your downfall that you lose. And Seahawks are not first place in the division, and, and, you know, they're a good team. You just don't want that to be looked at as a downfall, which I don't think it will. Because I do think that with us having this bye week on week nine, it helps us a little bit to kind of just calm down and kind of just refocus on a little bit of things. Uh, you know, we only scored one touchdown um, and the rest of them were field goals. We were only we only got 13, 13 points out of that. You know, the Seahawks were able to get uh, two touchdowns and one field goal and score 27 points out of that. And we weren't able to really, you know, stop their offense like that. Um, but I do think this bye week does kind of you know, puts us, you know, puts us in a, in a predicament where we could just slow down real quick, um, and get back to it on week 10. I mean, we do play, if I am not mistaken, I think we do play, uh, the Texans on week 10 and then we play the Detroit Lions on week 11. Right there, those are two wins. We should be eight and two. Uh, I could probably go a different way with the Texans. I don't think it would with the Lions. I think that's an easy win. Maybe the Texans could give us problems, but I don't see us losing to either of those teams. We should be uh, eight and two, and right there, that eight and two <laughs> guarantees us a playoff spot, in my opinion. So, you know, we'll see how we'll we'll see how it turns out after this week. You know, I hope Giants fans, including me, enjoy this week off and watch some other football, and you know, just. Stay stay intact because you know we're having a, we're having a successful season and I'm I'm happy that the way it's going. Obviously, I didn't like the game uh, against the Seahawks and I certainly didn't like the game against Jacksonville. I think it was too close, even though we won. Thank God. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. You know, so so far, you know, Saquon is is looking looking great, and you know, news with Odell possibly reuniting with the Giants is even better because you add them to this to to the team we got now with us you know in our winning ways I don't think Odell has changed I, I know that he's trying to get back on the field and looking for a team you know he's coming off the I think the ACL injury that he suffered in the Super Bowl um or MCL one of those two uh correct me if I'm wrong 
Uh, so I, I think it'd be it's a fresh new start. He's back with the team he started with. New York fucking loves OBJ. So I, I think it'd be a good pickup. But other than that, we got a bye week coming up on week nine. And then we got the Texans and on week 10. And week 11, we got the Detroit Lions. Two easy wins. Should be eight and two by the end of the night. It's a whole new, brand new ball game for the Giants after week nine. So we'll see how that turns out. But with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. Appreciate the support. And I will hear, and I will t- talk to you guys on the new on the next new episode. Peace.